Hello, and welcome to this episode of Special Ed Rising, No Parent Left Behind. I'm your host, Mark Ingracia, and I have over 34 years of experience as a classroom teacher, parent coach, and advocate. This is a podcast for parents and caregivers of children along the spectrum of disabilities, but welcomes everyone interested in learning about topics from the world of exceptional needs, educational services, health and wellness, fitness, nutrition for you and your child, and more. Thank you so much for joining me, and if you like the show, please subscribe, like, comment, and tell your friends about it. Today's episode is about the benefits of an interactive mural in a sensory space. This is a short podcast, but one I feel might be a game changer when considered as a motivating tool for managing anxiety, stress, meltdowns, while encouraging growth and communication. After that, stay tuned for a tip of the cap, your exceptional needs parenting tip, followed by your good news community share. And for an extra resource to help inform your journey, visit the resource page of my website, specialedrising.com. I want to announce that I've started a GoFundMe fundraiser for a family in need of a new home and a new healthy start. If you're able to donate, please go to my website and click on GoFundMe. No amount is too small. Thank you. So now, let's get out our brushes and switch on our imaginations to create another win. I have been an on-again, off-again artist all of my life, but had never ventured into the world of mural painting until several years ago when I had the opportunity to volunteer with a nonprofit whose mission involved producing murals to benefit sick children. It was called Splashes of Hope. There, I was able to train under experienced artists and learn much about the approach and techniques of taking murals from blank board inception to full-color representative completion. I fell in love with it and managed to personally and communally create many projects that would later hang in hospitals and in children's homes. While I was working as a provider for a teen on the spectrum a couple of years ago, his mother and I set out to create a sensory area, a place for her son to relax and explore his independence. Additionally, the thought and hope was that while the area could provide enjoyment for him and a place to relax and recoup, It could also become a safe place where his parents could feel comfortable leaving him alone and use the time as respite from constant monitoring. As we discussed our plans, the suggestion of a mural painting pertaining to areas of interest in her son's life was raised. I was happy to be asked to paint the mural and transfer this area of the basement into a living piece of art that this boy could both relate to and find some comfort in. Upon its completion, I began to consider what a wonderful thing a personal mural could be for all exceptional needs kids, teens and adults. An interactive mural could act as a tool to facilitate communication possibilities, encourage stress reduction, and help to foster a space that a child might be motivated to frequent. Whether you're an amateur artist, know an artist, don't mind paying for an artist, or are simply willing to do the best you can, I recommend considering a mural for a sensory area your child's bedroom, perhaps, or wherever it suits you. Murals offer a chance for you to connect with your child by creating the interactive opportunity, asking them for their observations or to do a search for objects, letters, numbers, or anything, etc. Encourage spontaneous language, be it spoken, signed, or an interactive form of communication, tablet, Dynavox, PEX, etc., a sensory space where your child can go to relax that contains a mural 
adds another dimension to an area reserved as a, a calming place to reset and move past upsetting events, of allowing your child to distract from what might be bothering them in the moment as they observe and become involved in the different objects, actions, colors, etc. that they see. The use of a mural presents a tremendous tool during outbursts or meltdowns as a focal point that can help to regulate emotions. Happily, drifting into the mural's world can be an elevating and a great escape, as well as an opportunity for learning and social conversation or simply object recognition. Think about the things your child loves and then create a design. You can cut out pictures and collage them together to use as your template. Consider using stencils. No such thing as cheating here. Or, if you're an artist, sketch out your design. Include characters from your child's favorite shows and books, interacting with each other, or display them in familiar ways using recognizable objects pertaining to their world. Paint beautiful vistas of skies filled with birds, flowers teeming with bees and butterflies, whales piercing the ocean ceiling and schools of fish below. Have your child take off with Buzz Lightyear on a rocket ship to explore the planets. Make areas of texture for tactical sensory input using an assortment of safe and natural materials. The possibilities are endless and can include letters, numbers, words, names, anything you want. A sensory mural can brighten your child's world and show them how much you love them. No matter how severe your child's involvement is in their disability, a mural full of familiar, favorite, and positive images in their lives has a chance to change all of your lives in the best ways. Reimagine a room and then reimagine your child's potential. It's time now for a tip of the cap, your exceptional needs parenting tip. Today's tip comes from me. If you're not aware of the transition process for post-secondary education or post-secondary life and don't know what's expected of you as a parent, don't wait. Although it's never too late, it is important that you as a parent are involved starting at least around the middle school years. Tune into my next podcast where I'll be interviewing transition expert Gretchen Levine on this topic. She gives wonderful advice. Today's Good News Community Share comes from goodnewsnetwork.org. This story is entitled, A Mom Posted to Find Friends for 24-Year-Old Son with Down Syndrome. The Flood of Support Shocked Her. Christian Bowers has Down Syndrome, but likes to do normal guy stuff like go bowling and play video games. Making friends was never hard for the young man, now 24, until he finished school and found, as many people with Down Syndrome do for that matter, it's not so easy and straightforward to maintain a social life. Bauer's mother, Donna Herter, watched her son sink further and further into the dumps because he didn't have any friends to visit him. Eventually, Herter put up a post on Facebook asking if any local guys near Rochester, Minnesota, would be interested in coming to hang out with Christian for two hours, a service for which she was willing to offer $80 in compensation. A nurse on the night shift, she put the post up at 4 a.m., before ending her workday and going to sleep. When she woke up, it had amassed 5,000 comments. I was freaking out. My hands were shaking. I was sweating. I was just looking for some local guys. I didn't want to invite, like, the entire world into our house, she told CBS News. 
Her friends encouraged her to take a closer look at the comments in which she found parents offering suggestions and others volunteering to help. She eventually found seven fellows from Wentzville, Minnesota, who visit Christian once a week on a rotating schedule. Herder says her son goes to sleep with a smile on his face now and is excited about life in general and of the future as well. Friendships are important for people born with Down syndrome, and associations urge parents to plan for the eventuality of their child exiting school and needing to take a more precise attitude towards socializing. I want to thank you again for listening to this episode, and I hope you'll join me each week to hear about topics new to you or close to your heart. I hope this podcast can inspire you to face your days more confidently, stirring a greater sense of self-love, mindfulness, and outpouring of goodness and positive role modeling for your children, while remembering to attend to the areas of your own mental, physical, and if you're inclined, spiritual health, enabling you to be all you hope to be for them. All music heard on today's show comes from Jason Shaw at Audionautics.com. Remember to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Special Ed Rising and on my website, specialedrising.com. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to rate and review the show wherever you get your podcasts and tell your friends. You can contact me directly with questions, comments, or if you're interested in parent coaching through my email, specialedrising at gmail.com or my contact pages on Facebook or my website. If you'd like to share some of your success stories with the audience, please send them to my email. Let's show the world what's possible. Also, let me know if there's anything you'd like to learn more about. And until next time, peace and keep rising.